I'm Scott Blakeman getting through this in Manhattan on a side I like to call Upper East. And I'm Tom Saunders in a district of Manhattan where the iron is flat. We don't often weigh into British politics on getting through this, but there's something about Boris Johnson and Brexit and me that I have never revealed, or if I have, maybe it's time I unknowingly repeated myself. You see, on this podcast, we've used our creative powers of the human imagination to conjure up alternate realities that well, that would be much worse than our own little slice of the metaverse, and thus a source of deep, deep relief. Well, Boris Johnson, who just resigned as prime minister, reminded us all that he is responsible for Brexit and whatever problems Brexit may cause the economy and the people of England. And not me. I am not a citizen of England and cannot vote on their referenda, nor am I a backbencher. Obviously, also never a lord, so it would be ridiculous to accuse me of being prime minister at the time of Brexit. But Boris Johnson ran on it, which is still another thing I didn't do and I wouldn't do. Scotty, Brexit is just one of many political mega mistakes I had no part in, going all the way back to Watergate. Knowing I'm not responsible for these terrible political snafus and having never advocated them in the first place gives me fast temporary feelings of relief. Whew! Glad I don't have to answer for Brexit. But I get something else by not being responsible for Brexit, Scotty. A feel of childlike innocence. Yes, Tommy. Not being held personally responsible for Brexit and other wrong-headed political decisions may well provide the greatest relief of all. And I would feel even more relieved if I knew the origin of the term wrong-headed. You know, as part of our ongoing examination of cliches and other expressions, I must rise to my feet, just as they do in the British Parliament, and question the origin of wrong-headed, especially since, once again, there is no opposite term as in right-headed. Yeah. But, Tommy, I share your relief that neither of us caused Brexit, the recent Supreme Court decisions, any major wars, or even conflicts or troubles of any kind, which is perhaps the best example yet of being relieved because of what didn't happen. Oh, Scotty, you know, you bring up a really interesting point about wrong-headed decisions. Uh, and I want to compare that with the, the term I use, mega mistake. Yes. Wrong-headed, which, which basically they're, this, they're, they're describing the same thing in a completely different way. One word is uses in judgment, sits in judgment of a human's head and finds it wrong. Yeah, well, this is an interesting point. And, and, uh, it, and philosophers, of course, have dealt with it over the years. And actually, very rarely, that's the thing. They start mm -hmm. it and they stop, but we're picking it up. Because, yes, as you say, uh, if, if Brexit, you know, it also almost deflects blame from Boris Johnson and focuses it on his uh, messy-haired head. Yes. And I think this is, look, Tommy, we stand up for all the human body parts and, and the human head uh, first <laughs> most among them. And, and we always also rail against cliches yes. that depict, like picking your brain or, yes. you know, wrapping your like, brain around something. You no, know, yeah, we, we uh, eschew that. Uh, but, but imagine sitting, a, a cliche that, that calls in, in question the rightness or a wrongness of a person's head. And let's, yes, we, we definitely, as you say, defend all body parts, but there are certain body parts that are really, let's face it, more important than the other. You can do without a toe, but you cannot go very far without your head. And if your head yeah. is quote unquote wrong, 
what are you going to do about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, especially these days with supply chain and various <laughs> things to go in and i got to get my head fixed. Now, of course, people incorrectly for as a therapist i need to get you know my head straightened up yeah that's another thing get your head straightened up or whatever or head shrunk shrunk the head oh, shrinkers. Wow. wow what what a, what a grotesque uh, nickname for for psychiatry and and uh, uh and why would you want that i mean what no. do you do we shrink heads thereby make them smaller and by definition the brain itself how are yeah. you helping no, you're not helping yeah. at all. And yeah. we don't advocate actual literal shrinking of heads oh, ever not at all. under any circumstance, except the most severe, where uh, <laughs> uh, to not shrink a head might put somebody else's well, off the day. And of course, to bring up the, the primitive older days where they did all sorts of and lobotomies, I, that was a form <laughs> of head shrinking. Well, yeah, we'll take out some of it and it'll be better. And we... I think it's pretty clear time, but let me just say it again. We're totally opposed to any altering, so to speak, of the brain or head area. The brain. Especially by not, obviously, if you're going to do it, a, 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 obviously a professional, you know, uh, yeah. brain. Don't brain do alter. it on the cheap. Yeah, yeah don't, you know. do it, don't do it on the yeah. cheap, obviously. Yeah. Don't do it yourself. It's not a DIY kind of no, thing. No, absolutely uh, not. Uh, and, and even though you're tempted to because you're going to save a lot of money because the deductible. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, true. that's again, what gets you. Yeah. And again, getting back to it, there's no there, there's a legion, a long list of terms that have no opposite. So you, that's right. You, and so right headedness. Well, thanks to FDR's right headedness. Uh, yeah. You, you know, well, we have all these great you know, programs, but uh, no, it's only wrong headed. We're only. And as you say, also, and I think that's a, an interesting point by saying it's a wrong headed decision in the case of Brexit. And Boris Johnson, you're letting him off the hook. You're saying, oh, well, his, his head was wrong. It's nothing, nothing personal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, just replace the head or have somebody else who has a right head. But we did. You, you also pointed out we had the signal of his wrongheadedness with that hair, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the wild hair, which I understand he actually would would fluff up and make wild prior to being on camera. Well, that's fascinating. But with again, his fingers, that's actually true. Well, not uh, only that, Tommy, you could have basically written a better speech than Boris Johnson delivered in front of 10 Downing yesterday uh, because he could have said, some may think of this as a mega mistake, what I've done. I choose to think of it as being wrong-headed, a condition <laughs> with which it, I have no control over. <laughs> and then it becomes a sympathy. I've, my, I've lived my whole life with this wrong head. Yes. My dear, gosh. If I could have done anything to rid myself of this wrong head and replace it with the right head, but it's not possible. So uh, that could have been if I we were advising him and he has none, yeah. none left. Apparently, that's why right. he has to resign. Uh, we could have pushed him in that direction. It's a little late now, unless we yeah. go back in time, and we're not going to. Uh, uh, no, we have to pick our battles. On we that. have to pick our battles, and obviously, once we get that time machine up and running, we're not going to be thinking about Bor fixing Boris Johnson's last no. speech. But you're right, Scotty. We could have been his speech makers. We could have saved him his reputation. But uh, if he had gone out and said, this was a wrongheaded mistake, Scott, uh, uh, th this uh, was, uh, uh, and my head has been wrong my whole life, and I have overcome that to become prime minister. Uh, 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 you know, in other words, turn the wrongheadedness into a, a, a heartwarming story of overcoming uh, somebody's disability. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and so, and again, but in the but end, but he didn't do that. Let's just be clear. He, he didn't do it. No, and he actually didn't do anything. He didn't really. Apologize. He said, Dems and, and are the brakes, which I think he'll he'll be quoted for. That will for be. I, I haven't checked yet, but the, the cheeky 
uh, British tabloids, I'm that may be a great headline. Them's the break, which seems to me a uniquely American yes. expression. It so, did. It did. It seemed yeah. like something you'd say in Brooklyn, yeah. And, which is interesting because the hegemony, the the, the uh, uh, counter colonialism of that expression taking over England. Uh, uh, the, uh, and you can imagine a, an England where everybody talks like a 1950s Brooklyn person. <laughs> eventually, eventually, it would take. Well, it does evolve over years. time, and I have to say, and again, without dabbling in the politics of the, the Brexit and all that, but it is that you know he is called over oh, Britain's Trump. But it is so on another level. And, and, I, and they were all aghast, even his own ministers, at his you know, w- way of doing things. He, was, he carried himself in a way not befitting of a prime minister. The, the way he spoke and dealt with his ministers, it's almost still you know, like the Gilded Age or the, that period. Yes. And, and uh, of course, uh, in Britain. And, and, and I like that. I do, the accent goes a long way, Tommy. And I have, over the year, I've never said this before publicly to you privately. No. I've grapple with what if i had a british accent <laughs> and some people how, how different me, your life would be yeah and i wouldn't have said and you wouldn't have even i wouldn't say anything to tommy i'm going to start going with the british accent. i would just start talking the way you yeah. say oh that's funny yeah uh oh uh, what's that and i would just I'd act as if you were bonkers what do you mean what that's how i speak well well, well that that's that and that would be gaslighting which is which is exactly what yeah uh, and that would be your technique and people would say but scotty you're gaslighting and you say i don't know what you're talking about now you seem quite insane as a matter of fact <laughs> and, and, and and then just go around and act like everybody's insane and then you've been talking this way every and it would be it would be the most the greatest act of gaslighting well, maybe like, that's something. Yeah, it would be, and maybe there's something. You know, people shaking things up, and Joe Biden and poll numbers. What if he switched to a British accent? Yeah, of course, Fox would be all over him. But you know, well, they, yes, of course, they would be. You know, they'd be. Oh, look, he's talking a different accent, trying to save. But the other papers would just treat it like, oh no, he's he's British. He was always <laughs> British. Yeah, and he went to Oxford, and he's really. You know, yeah, uh, it, it could, uh, Scotty. That would be. If if I were Biden's advisor, I would advise him to listen to you. Yeah, uh, uh, I would say, listen, I'm glad I'm a, that you hired me as advisor. I need to bring somebody else on, Scott Blakeman. And, well, and, and, like and then to, I would turn well, to you and I'd say, look, you just give him that advice that you just gave to me. Speak in a British accent. Yeah, well, and I think, of course, we, well, we, I think, see you and I, you know, just like American campaign managers hire themselves off, usually to horrible dictators. We would never do that. Right. We should be available to all countries because, you know, we're out of the box advisors. That's what yeah. they need. We don't know their country, and that's to our benefit. Yeah. We go in and say, why don't you try this act? And I think it could work for Biden. It would throw things so off that no one would talk oh, right or left to be so like, off. oh, I, I guess he's, and some people would say, he's the king. And you know, some people would like that. So, I, but well, I literally, Tommy, let me just ask you this because yep. you may know you know the law a little better than I do. Is it illegal <laughs> if I began speaking in a British tongue? Yeah. And, and, and no big deal. I was starting no. Friday and I wouldn't give advance notice. I would just start right. doing it. So, in, in any way, is that illegal or unethical? Now, as far or, as I you know. know. And I, I obviously I haven't looked into it going back to the, the you know the 1700s or the yeah. constitutionality of it. But as far as I know, I don't know of any laws on the books currently, uh, and maybe there are uh, for against speaking um, in a British accent. It probably, if they existed, be in some of the older New England communities, and it's been <laughs> going back to the Revolutionary War or to the great what do what do we call it the uh, the great uh, mid. 
uh, mid-American. What was the accent that Hollywood? Uh, well, the mid-Atlantic accent, yeah. it's called. Yeah. And, and it's called that because it sort of hovers somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, not in, not British, not American, but pure Catherine Hepburn. The mid-Atlantic yeah. accent once taught in private schools. Yeah, and, and what was the dirigeur, I guess, for fine drama schools? Because when you right. see pictures from the 40s, it was always that voice. Uh, it was always sort of a little Brooklyn in there, but then the British well, idea. I, I don't think that's possible. And they're from Brooklyn, but it's it's sort of that. Yes, thing. but and, uh, Catherine, Kathleen Turner has that in a modern day, because uh, she's American. And well, has that's that. interesting. Now, what the, the, one of the last speakers of the Mid Atlantic accent? She is seems Kat- to, and she's well, a wonderful actress. I think you may, you you maybe broke some news right there, Scotty. That, yeah. Well, uh, 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 that and also, um, dear. Uh, President Biden speaking a British accent for God's sake. You yeah, know, that, I, I, I mean that's an op-ed piece re- waiting to be written, Scotty. Yeah, some people would think, oh, what a brilliant satire, but no, no, no. This is very direct advice that yeah. can really shake things up in a good way. And it's as you just said, Tommy, and I had it clear with you, totally legal, totally no legal. grounds for impeachment. You can't say, uh, well, he started off with this accent, now he's speaking this way. Is he insane? And you'll get fine linguists and, and people yeah. say, and, no, it's just a choice he made. And, and I, then I, it becomes a choice issue. It is a we choice. We should be allowed to speak in whatever accent we choose. Whatever accent we choose, as long as it's not hurting someone else. Yeah, and, or mocking. Ca- yeah. Causing harm to someone else. Yeah. Uh, uh, or, or, or perhaps, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, um, it's as not, as it's I can not tell, diminishing. It's not diminishing. No, as long as you're not diminishing someone... Uh, 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 somebody, as far as I can tell, and again, though, I would caution you if you, if you, Marblehead, the town of Marblehead, Massachusetts, oh, yeah, yeah, they may have some law that goes back in the books, back to the Revolutionary War when the British were looked on as colonials. They might have a law against speaking in a British accent, which could get you into the stocks. Uh, that's <laughs> well, that would be the fear there. Well, you know what, we would do that, Tommy, I would do it for the express purpose of going up to the Supreme Court and once and for all, and I know it's a hot button issue, a lot of politicians, both sides of the aisle stay away from, but can you speak in an accent that's not your own? Yeah, that, and, and I, I say you can. I tr- yeah. I, I'm going to just take the stand. I believe you, and then I do. I, 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 sometimes I will just talk in a British accent and it yeah. elevates what I say as it sounds more important. It's, yeah. uh, and sometimes I'll talk with a lower class British accent. Scotty, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I have a part, um, I'm, I've discovered something that I, I wanted to wait before I revealed this. Yes. But it's called, it's a, I don't know what you'd call it, a, uh, a program or, or, or a way of life, but it's called Be Your Own Butler. <laughs> now, imagine that you're living a- alone. And, okay, I see this bottle on, on my table. I'm describing this is actually true right now in real time. This is not made up. There's a half-drunk bottle of Pellegrino on the side table of the next to the, the uh, bed in this studio. It does come equipped with a bed, by the way. Uh, now, what I could do is just pick the bottle up and take it into the refrigerator, or I could ask my own self, in the form of a butler, uh, Saunders, could you take the bottle? Yes, sir, <laughs> right away, sir. <laughs> I pick the bottle up, no problem, sir, marching it right into the kitchen, <laughs> and I become Saunders the butler. Yeah. 
and the happy butler, mind you. Oh, of course. I was happy to help. And actually, that makes the drudgery uh, picking up something, which I, you know, you always put off. I have, a, I see a coffee mug on my dining table now. And I was obviously not in a hurry to remove it after my breakfast this morning. But were I to take the guise of Blakeman, the happy butler, yes. uh, your, then I would have whisked it away. Whisk it away. No yes. problem, sir. Right yes. away. Uh, 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 and, and into the, yes, Scotty, you've got it now. Now you've divided yourself up into master and butler. Yeah. And, 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 uh, you, I know enjoy, we're not supposed to say master, but I know. But, well, that, I, even as I said that, Scotty, uh, I winced a little but bit. But can you be your own master? Well, that's the thing. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, you're, can you be your own master? And I say, yes, you can. Yes, quite heartily, yes. And, and so that's wonderful. That's another thing that you invented, Tommy, to make everyday life, which is our goal, to end disappointment and sadness in our lifetime. That's, uh, that's one way to make the little drudgery thing. Laundry. Who, laundry. Who, right who, away, you know, sir. No yes, problem. Right away. Well, I'll fetch the laundry and have it cleansed for you and back by, you know, two hours time. Pick and span, no, uh, uh, looking, looking fine, sir. Uh, and then adjusting the, your own collar. Yeah, that's got it, sir. That's... <laughs> your own valet yes. in, in Downton Abbey. And, and again, I, I, I told our listeners that I've been immersing myself in that show years after it originally appeared. But it's a gracious way of living and they're very nice people they're not subjugating anyone they're very lovely but and, and it's so, expensive and you know, and, that and, is and the thing yeah, it, yeah. It, it's expensive and if you can be your own Downton Abbey exactly. turn your own place into an upstairs downstairs <laughs> where you are uh, 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 are the ha happy uh, dwellers oh there'll be times when you'll be um, gossiping about uh, the 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 uh, yourself uh, that's the other thing uh, 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 um, it, oh that it, it you can't avoid that it, yeah it, it, i can't avoid that and and yeah scandal and well that. i i should think you should stay away from uh so, <laughs> and then why he seems perfectly nice and and i think how you just hit on it though yeah especially in these inflation and it's right uh it's it, it's literally it's free i mean I'm yeah going that's being yeah. your own butler is free, whereas running a, a Downton Abbey, and you're yeah. talking about a huge staff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and just the groundskeepers alone, that, yeah. that, those guys cost a pretty penny. Oh, yeah. And, so and not and, everyone and can do that. Insurance in the British yeah. oh. uh, you know, insurance system is not free. No, and this it's is good, back in the. It's not free. Yeah, this is back as I'm watching now in the early night, well, during the World War One, as I'm watching. So uh, prices have gone up to have an Abbey. These days, uh, you know, it's quite expensive. So, no, you've hit upon the great solution. But and, and what fun it is hearing your stories. And I'm going to start doing it. And I implore our listeners to do the same. And it could be a, a valet or anything. As you said, you fixed your own collar. What greater yes. joy. And again, it costs you nothing. Nothing, nothing. Uh, uh, and uh, but but it's the bed, for example. Yeah. Uh, uh, Saunders, make the bed. Yes, sir. Yes. It, oh, normally, I would just make my own bed drudgingly, silently. Yeah. But now I'm Saunders, the happy butler, uh, uh, making the bed just so, uh, <laughs> making it just right, just the way you like it, sir. With yeah, you on either side. <laughs> and actually, you'll make it even better because it is for uh, yourself. That's uh, right. And, uh, 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 but I am Saunders, the butler. Yeah. So I care about myself in a way that I normally don't. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we all time? need. And I could see the times. Again, it'll be three weeks to three months. Uh, how to be your inner, how to re release your inner butler. Yes. And, and that'll be the whole thing. And with the resurgence of Down and Abbey and the new, the second right. movie, I haven't seen the first, 
Uh, can you, you know, it's expensive, just as you said, to run a Downton Abbey, but it's free oh, to impossibly. be your own butler and servant yeah. and valet and dressmaker. Of course, women could get in the act and all of that. There's so many. And you, and you can be your own footman, too. Yo, yes. This is what this is a real luxury. Imagine getting in your car and opening the door for yourself <laughs> right Which away. You do sir. all the time, I may I point out, but you never think of it as that. No. You think never. I'm getting in the car now as opposed yeah. to. Opening as I did in the Catskills for Sandy and for Ginger, I held oh. the door open, uh, and I loved that experience. And and uh, you can have that too, even when you're a solo driver. You have it yourself, right? Yeah. You open the door for yourself, and then and then sort of bow and kind of gracefully gesture uh, uh, with your hands, uh, a, welco a welcoming gesture for you to enter. And um, I mean, there's correct ways of doing it. You yeah. shouldn't take this on unless you're willing to really you know do it the right way the, 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 you know but be a be a good uh, butler but at the same time uh, you know there's it's, look it's a learning process you won't right oh, yeah. away be the perfect butler no that, and be, be don't kind be hard your, on yourself be, yeah be don't be hard you be kind and learn now tommy uh, our loyal listeners will know and it perked my ears up when you brought this up because you've already served not just being a butler and servant to yourself but for back in California, your California cat, Oliver. That's it. That's where I got the idea. Yeah. I, I, I Oliver would constantly, would frequently want me to want to be fed or want to be the door to be opened and, and, and him, uh, uh, to be allowed out onto the courtyard. I could either just annoying, uh, be annoyed and just keep opening the door, or I could be the endlessly happy butler. <laughs> right away, sir, perfect idea. I suppose you want to wander around outside, sir. Looks like good weather. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and open the door for him and wait, not just patiently, but that's my job, sir. Yes, <laughs> Why, yes. Nothing makes me happier. Yes, and the great joy of that. And yes, your food, sir. Your, I have your favorite. <laughs> and, and 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 you know and, and and they pick up on it they really oh do. they absolutely do and sometimes yeah. oliver would want this food served in in his suite and sometimes over <laughs> uh, on the other side of the big room and to, uh, next to the fireplace right away sir oh it looks like this is the fireplace morning isn't it sir <laughs> see always good no. natures oh absolutely and again it makes that because then on the flip side you have those oh yeah Oh, my cat, or I got to let her out, or this. Or, oh, I got to feed, or I got to do the litter box. No, even the litter box that, you know, that what it's, it's necessary, you could create that. You're that you wouldn't be the same job. You would take on another position of the, uh, not lower, right. but a different the litter name. Yeah. Uh, and, and that would require a more severe uh, a cockney accent. Right. Uh, <laughs> Emptying the litter box. That's what I done. That's what my, <laughs> my parents done and their parents. <laughs> and it's it's not it's not wrong really. It's no. good work. It's hard work. It's decent work. <laughs> you know, and it's That's not right. anything to be but fun. You got to do it right. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't cut uh, any corners when you get uh, when you're changing the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> and then that would make that fun. And Tommy, let me yeah. just say that another thing I've learned from you early, early on in the in the podcast. Mm. Uh, in the early days of the pandemic, you spoke of learning uh, uh, Oliver's language and, and yes. your words that I've told many times since. Never interrupt. Let the cat start speaking first. Never interrupt. And then speak in their language. And I adopted that with um, Ginger's cat, uh, uh, Olympia. Oh, and, really? And incredibly. Right from the beginning, because she's one of those marvelous cats who only speaks. She doesn't mean she literally you see she goes, eh. And her mouth sometimes opens and nothing comes out. And right <laughs> from the beginning, I don't know. I, I never, hi, Olympia. How's it going? I said, eh, eh, 
And now when I see her, I walk in, I go, eh. she goes, eh. and now <laughs> the interesting thing is, Tommy, and this is something that could be a unintended consequence. Mm-hmm. A ginger thinks that uh, that Olympia thinks I'm a big cat. Yes. That's, so that's the confusion. I'm not just some human, you know, hey, hi, you know. Yep. Uh, so that's so she's she treads a little not warily because she likes me. I love her. Right. Uh, but a little bit. Uh, I don't think I could sit on top of him like I do Ginger because he's a cat. You know, what would he do? So it's I'm figuring that part out. Can I yeah. figure out that, the language to say, actually, no, I'm not. I'm just a human who likes to use your language. Well, you've entered the cat world in yeah. a way that most people never do in their entire life. Um, and one of the things, too, is that you repeated the cat's words yeah. uh, rather than trying to teach or, or, or trying to talk over the cat. You no. know, what people do, the mistake they speak English, they say, what a cute little girl. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And they, <laughs> they're arguing with the cat and the cat was not <laughs> arguing with them. That's true. That's a great point. That's one of the most common things. Yes, you are. As if the cat's, oh, no, I'm not that cute. I'm not the you never. Yeah. I never heard a cat respond. Never. That way. Never, never they know they are and, and, and they know they're cute. they know they're cute yeah you don't have to pretend that they're arguing about the yeah, no cat they like in it. history no dog has ever gone i don't know i'm i mean yeah. i'm attractive but not i wouldn't say yeah. cute yeah no they're all adorable and they know they're all it adorable and, and they you use don't. it they use it in a very yeah you know, to right. help them but it's we we love that but i i, I really i did learn and i did mm. right from the beginning and uh, it's fascinating because yeah. So you now have a relation, a, a, a linguistic relationship with it, with the cat. Now, I'm going to tie this in with yeah. with uh, how we, where we started uh, on this podcast, and because it ties in perfectly, uh, I, I think. And when I say perfectly, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not saying there aren't some little loose threads here. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, mostly, it ties in with the idea of Brexit. Yeah, why we are so glad that we are not responsible for the 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 Michigas. Let's just call it yeah. what it is, guys. Yeah, Michigas. Yeah, well, and, and in any way, by the way, not even remotely. Because some not, people not might think, ah, maybe yeah. I could have done a little something <laughs> last summer. I don't know. Written a, no, there's nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing we could have done. Nothing we could have. Oh, we could have written something about this Brexit. Uh, uh, but from my vantage point here in New York, looks to me like it's going to be no good for England. You know, we could we could write that up. We could write a letter to the editor, of the you know, yeah. and, and and it would be maybe the Times would have put it, but that it would have been wishful thinking to think that we're really you know throwing things off in any way. We so we it was good we stayed out of it. With yeah, the letter writing. it is. It is. It's yeah. good we stay out of it. I mean, that in, in a way, if we had gotten into it, it might have even just made it worse. Oh, yeah. And that is, but is the ultimate relief, as I said, because, yeah. yeah, I'm relieved about a lot of things. I had a bad dream last night, which is actually was ski lift related from our oh, earlier really? podcast about. Do well, tell, Scott. Well, very quickly, I will. Good. My, you know, dreams are just the greatest thing. But well, was, we, don't, was, we don't really describe dreams. It's not it's not this thing that we do on this podcast. No, but we don't r- rule out the description. No, and especially when it ties in, it is the ultimate relief nightmare yeah. because you wake up. And I remember I was in a house and <laughs> it was a couple and, and then I was talking to them. Then I went back up the stairs and then I think my sister said, once you come down, they're talking about maybe getting married. So I went to these stairs Wait. and all of a sudden they were outdoor stairs oh, and no. there was a huge gap. Oh between my God. one step and the other. Oh. And then, but, but inexplicably, <laughs> I put on an accent that's why I said, "Why well, I'm not going to almost like a British accent. I'm not going to go. Uh, I'm not going to go down those stairs. I was missing a whole bunch of them. Yeah, and I went into like a Walter Brennan uh, <laughs> accent. 
And then, uh, and then, sadly, I think, uh, well, in this dream, it was horrifying. It was my sister, and in my in the dream, she's falling off a cliff, but I still hear her. And I, in the dream, I go, I hope, please be a dream, please be a dream. And Tommy, the relief I had when I woke up, even though it was before my alarm, yeah, uh, I was so relieved. And that, so nightmares, they could be rough going through, but yeah. when you wake up, there ain't nothing better. Them, yeah. them's aren't the breaks, as the opposite <laughs> of. Uh, Boris Johnson. And again, that's an interesting thing. Boris Johnson said, yeah. them's the breaks, which is a fascinating, almost, uh, well, yeah, uh, well, Brooklyn. Well, we uh, mentioned that it, that it was, it, we, we believe that that was a Brooklyn-esque uh, phrase yeah. that had made its way across the Atlantic in the other direction. And uh, and he was basically trying to pass himself. We talk about talking in a, a British accent. Yeah. He was trying to pass himself off as a Brooklyn guy Maybe as a way of explaining why this whole thing is a mess. Yeah. He was even though we, in Brooklyn the whole time. Yeah. Even though we, as we said earlier in the podcast, he should have gone the route of, you know, wrongheaded. He had it since birth. And that's right. You know, he that's... couldn't have couldn't help it. But Tommy, it also could be paving the way for a career as a pundit in the United States. Well, that's probably what's happened. And, and I would have him on if he was a pundit on MSNBC panel or CNN. I'd tune in. I'd want to hear what he has to say. You well, know, he, the question like, is, would he wait his turn? Uh, yeah. uh, Scotty, that's the, that is the heart. As you know, this as a pundit, yeah, yeah. They're just sort of staring at the camera while you're in one of those pundit boxes yeah. you know, where you have to stare ahead. And, and sometimes you don't get called on forever. And I worry about those, uh, that, that. Yeah. I don't think he would stand for it. He doesn't have that, I, that patience and he would just keep talking. He and, just blurred it. He just blurred his opinion out while yeah. somebody else was, was being. Uh, I, I find it exhausting as we talked about early on in the pod. Remember we used to do a weekly thing. Every time I was on Newsmax, we talked about, you know, a pundit segment, but I find it exhausting to watch because I'm feeling for each of the pundits in the boxes up to six sometimes. Yeah. And I'm feeling <laughs> their feeling of, oh God, this guy's going on. I would even say thanks for the filibuster. And, you know, you're getting up, especially in the old days where you go to the studio and get up early and get makeup and going, I literally may not get to say anything. It is, it's the worst, you know, so I, I would eventually, but the people go on and on or, Right. So you you're, you're describing the inner uh, the, the the inner drama of the pundit that we don't get to. See, we just see the pundit's face, which the, and they're always, you know, it's the mask of the clown. You know, they yeah. always have to appear pundity, even though they're inside, they're filled with uncertainties. And why aren't they picking on me? And uh, why, yeah. why are they? Why isn't the, the, the host uh, asking me a question? I saw one uh, actually yesterday on uh, one of the uh, CNN shows, I think it was, um, where uh, and it was about the Brexit, uh, uh, about uh, uh, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson's, uh, and it was a it was a big panel, and one woman gets asked, one of the reporters, she was in London, and then she didn't get another. Everybody else kept getting other questions, and I wanted uh -huh. to get their all their names down, but I don't think it really matters for the same. But I would love the, to find her. And go uh, to maybe find her on Twitter, as they say, and and then to, and I bet she was probably a little uh, irritated. You know, I had to stand here all this and time, just stare at the camera while yeah. everybody else got the questions, and and I really, I, I really notice that, and I worry about it, and it takes me out of the discussion. <laughs> oh, and, I'm 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 always out of the discussion. I'm only looking, while thinking what they're thinking, uh, which actually would be a more interesting panel sometimes just the, and they could uh superimpose what they're thinking yes that that's going to happen once you have the you know once they can attach electrodes to 
to the pundits' heads. Yeah, I think it shall be the fir- first use of the, you know, thought machines where they, you know, that should be on pundits. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, so we can see what are they really thinking while they're not being uh, uh, interviewed. Yeah, and I think that'll be. I'm guessing with the cable companies or the streaming, it'll be a premium. You know, $4.99 a month. Do you want to? And some people say, what do I care what the pundit's thinking? As you and I, though, would pay a pretty penny to hear that. Uh, yeah. But that's next. They and, need well, the money. once you see those electrodes sticking out of their heads, you'll want to know. <laughs> well, that'll be the early ones. Right. We'll, we'll laugh at that. You know, and then they'll develop it so you won't even see. It'll be like, like the, like the little earpieces. Now you yeah. don't see the earpieces. Yeah. Yeah. The little, the, the, I mean, we talked about uh, wrongheadedness uh, yeah. from the start. Um, the idea of having electrodes in people's heads, how, how, what a better way to determine whether somebody is wrong or right headed is with yeah, electrodes. Exactly. Now, of course. And in fact, uh, that's the only way to do it. And anybody who doesn't use electrodes before they use the cliche wrong headed is, in my opinion, wrong headed. Exactly. Now, I don't think Fox would adopt it because that's freedom. You know, the freedom. We, we don't want to get into our freedoms. To, that's right. Uh, it, you know, right. But it's optional. You don't have to. You but, can but pay I think if you want to hear. Well, CNN needs something right now. Their yeah. ratings are down. They, they need something. And, and, and having um, electro-proprietary heads to yeah. show what they're thinking while they're not speaking. Uh, Tommy, you've just come up. I mean, again, Jeff Zucker was replaced by Chris Licht. Is, is that his name? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, oh, no. Or, uh, uh, you know, but again, we, should, we, we talked about this. We don't know. We talked about this last year, even. We should be the presidents of CNN. Not that we want it because it's too yeah. limiting, but uh, because right. this is an idea to get the proprietary thing, get scientists working on it now. Don't worry yeah. about who, who should be the new host of the seven o'clock hour right. or whatever it is. I get mean, proprietary scientific inventions. As you would say, you, the only network where you can see what the pundits are actually thinking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't watch in re- right in or real left time, Scotty? In yeah. real time, in real and time, again, it wouldn't be political at all. It would be left, right, middle, service. everybody. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it, it, exactly. It's not political. It is a, but it is a premium service. Obviously, uh, yeah. You, yeah. You, you're not gonna, you know, you're gonna pay extra, and then cut to MSNBC will offer it for free. And that, well, that, they're gonna be battling. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they'll find a new thing. But I think that's the way we need to go because really the format is gone to the limit how many times can we just have six people? they're trying to jam as many people on that screen soon yeah. it'll be 35 people and so tiny like you're and then they picture. cut away to somebody who isn't yeah. even on the screen but they get a you know they cut away so and and, and that's what happened yesterday with that poor uh, pundit who was who, who who they cut away to somebody else and kept coming back to so it was a big story but you but you know don't forget the the pundit who well tommy that's that could be a theme and and hopefully we'll get to speak at you know various conferences and be beloved by pundits <laughs> and reporters like that one reporter i bet no one called her up and said yeah sorry about that hit as we call it yeah yeah they all they didn't go back to you that that's rough and she'd yeah. be and knowing that we're talking about her now yeah. I mean, she'd probably invite us to any, you know, live shots she would ever have. Well, yeah. And, and, and I mean, sometimes we'd have to tell her, no, we got other things to do. Yeah, because sometimes it's last minute. I'm in D.C. Yeah. now. I'm in front of the white. You, you guys want to come by? <laughs> yeah, it's a great. I appreciate the gesture. Just, I'm, not, I'm in my pajamas still. By the time I get ready and get on the Amtrak. And you probably wouldn't be on. So, yeah. But it would be nice to be and That part of it will be awkward. For yeah, sure. yeah. Hopefully it'll be with our schedule in mind. But but again, we're yeah. thinking of our and we're thinking of uh, 
so many things, Tommy, and, and we covered so many things. Yeah. As usual. I, I, it's, it's hard to do a recap, but we began yeah. with being wrongheaded and Boris Johnson and Brexit. And not have, not being responsible. The joy of it, Scotty. The yes, joy. that's the key. Yeah. Because I would feel so nervous right now. I'd be sick to my stomach about but the whole time. Any well, big issues. None of the big things going on. And I, I, this is for our listeners. It all is. Uh, yes, there are all these weighty issues now. And they're not going away. And yes, it hurts. But just know that you're not responsible. So take that. Yeah. So the burden yes. is not on you. Others, ver- others did it. Others did it. Others, not, not you, not, not you. We, it's, it's such a great feeling, Scotty. Oh, All right, yeah. on that note, I'm going to just continue to be Tom Saunders. Well, on that, to continue with that feeling, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're happily getting through this.